Welcome to Newest, Latest, Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Wednesday, November 29th, 2017. I talked over the weekend here on Newest, Latest, Best about the controversy swirling around Destiny 2 at the moment after some investigative Redditors discovered a strange anomaly with the way XP is distributed after level cap in Destiny 2. After you hit level 20, the game reports a certain amount of XP and then does not actually deliver that XP. And after some digging... It was determined that there is an algorithm in place to slow down level progression after level 20. Why is this important? Well, after level 20, when you gain a new level, you actually get a bright engram, which is some of the coolest gear in the game. Those bright engrams are also sold as downloadable content, as microtransactions, and there was a lot of speculation that the slowing of XP gains and the misrepresentation of how that XP is delivered is a surreptitious desire on Bungie's part to trick the gamer into buying more loot boxes, effectively. So Bungie uh, announced they were uh, removing that algorithm and removing that function in the game, but evidently it takes twice as long twice as much XP now to advance a level. So there has been quite a bit of animosity from the Destiny 2 player base and a lot of discussion on their forums, a lot of backlash and uproar. And now, today, the uh, planned live stream that Bungie was going to do in preparation of next week's release of Curse of Osiris, their big... um, downloadable content pack, their big expansion, has been canceled. So they were going to reveal a bunch of items and a bunch of new uh, gear that Curse of Osiris was going to bring into the game. This was going to be the uh, final big company live stream before the release on December 5th next week. It has now been canceled. Uh, I think Bungie probably rightly assumed that the live stream would be hijacked, at least in chat, by uh, a whole bunch of angry people yelling at them and um, demanding answers for for these problems or just expressing their outrage. It's a pretty crazy situation. They said that instead of a live stream, there will be a blog post that will... uh, explain some of the, quote, higher priority information about Destiny 2. The community manager on Destiny 2 said, you'll hear from studio leadership about their assessment of Destiny all up. They'll talk about our goals for the game going forward, and you'll also learn about how we're reacting to your feedback with some game updates that will arrive in the next few weeks. So clearly they're uh, rushing to address this issue and hopefully the blog post will reveal their plans to uh, win back the approval of their disgruntled fan base. I'll keep tabs on this story as we go forward, and you'll hear more in future newest, latest, best episodes. But if you're playing Destiny 2, I wonder how you feel. Do you feel like this is an unfair situation? 
Do you feel that destiny did not act in your good faith? And are you upset? Or does it not really matter? Very curious to hear. Let me know if you are a Destiny 2 player. Speaking of Destiny 2, if you are not daunted by any of that controversy and you have yet to purchase the game, you may want to take note that today on Amazon in the United States, Destiny 2 is at its lowest price since launch. Only $26, and that's for the game on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or PC. But that is today only. It's a deal of the day. So... Your PSA for Destiny 2, if you want to pick it up, 26 bucks. it's a pretty amazing price. Fans of Ukulele, who have been eagerly anticipating its arrival on the Nintendo Switch, should be excited that it has finally been announced that it will arrive in mid-December. Ukulele, of course, the spiritual successor to Banjo-Kazooie that was kickstarted and crowdfunded. It has already arrived on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. But of course, since it really is the old banjo game Redux, a lot of people wanted it on their Nintendo machine and, moreover, wanted it portably on the Nintendo Switch. There had been quite a bit of frustration from Kickstarter backers who were unaware of when the game would finally arrive on the Switch, uh, as they had promised. And back in September, the Platonic team apologized for the delay on Switch, citing technical hurdles. But now we know that it will arrive on the Nintendo Switch eShop on Thursday, December 14th. Ubisoft did a really cool thing a couple of days ago. They did a full-on Beyoncé drop. Announcing a game and releasing it the very same day, a small downloadable game called Ode, which is the newest game from Ubisoft's Reflections Studio. This is their internal sort of indie studio that is charged with making smaller games, and I love the fact that they even have this initiative inside of Ubisoft. Ubisoft, of course, giant publisher, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, Far Cry... Big, big games, but the fact that they make room to nurture these smaller, more artistic products, I think is really, really admirable. The Reflection Studio is previously responsible for Grow Home, which I absolutely adored. I thought that game was so special and interesting and fun. A climbing game where you kind of create the paths that you can climb on. A platformer where you're actually figuring out how to make the platforms as you need them by planting seeds and making these big vines grow. It was it was just delightful. And its sequel, Grow Up, they're also working on Atomega, the uh, blocky shooter with that weird growth mechanic. Now Ode is released. Ode uh, with no fanfare, just a complete Beyonce drop. And... Ode is another game that is, I think, really beautiful, stylish, and interesting. A very artistic, indie game. A a game with an independent soul. So as soon as I heard about Ode dropping, I uh, rushed out to buy it. It's only $5, $4.99 on the Uplay store. And I would describe Ode as a mashup between Super Monkey Ball, Pikmin, and Rez. 
So imagine that game. So you're a kind of a little creature inside a ball. You're rolling around uh, sort of super monkey ball style in this very uh, colorful, stylized, magical world. It's sort of alien. It's sort of undersea. It's full of strange-looking vegetation that glows. It's really lush and gorgeous to look at. And you're rolling around, and you're collecting little balls to uh, Pikmin style to to carry along with you. And those, you can swirl around yourself. You can toss them out and collect them back. You can use them to sort of help you solve some of the puzzles in the game, which are all real platformy traversal puzzles. How do I reach a thing and, and touch a node to change its color so that it reacts in certain ways and opens up pathways for me? But also, as each of these environmental objects is knocked or collided with or touched or interacted in any way, it creates a musical tapestry in the same way that Res does. Playing the game sort of creates a musicality that is really delightful. In Ode, it's not so much an electronica, you know, rhythm type situation like you find in Res. It's more uh, more trancey than that, more... Um, more lyrical, I would say. It just feels pleasant to be in this undersea stylized universe making objects change their color and shape, collecting these orbs, moving through the environments. And in later levels, as you progress through the game, you, you gain slightly different new abilities that allow you to traverse in new ways. You're you can switch on and switch off different kinds of movements by moving through the environment in different ways. And the game conveys all of this without any dialogue, without any text. It's all contextual. It's all explorative. You intuit what the world is asking of you. It's very gentle. It, there, uh, there's no way to really die. It It is all about exploration. It's about feeling positive. And even uh, Reflection Studios mentions it's the game is intended to be a journey of pure joy. The character you play is named Joy, and you're you're supposed to feel a sense of positivity and happiness as you play through the game. I did feel that, and I like the game. I do feel like it's a bit of a trifle, but a trifle for five dollars that's fairly pleasurable. I, I don't. I didn't find the game to be quite on the level of Grow Home, which I thought was was truly interesting and different. But Ode may very well be worth your $5, worth checking out. 